brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Oh yes, it's sippin' time again, and welcome to this Sips episode, where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. We are a one-hour show. We uh, are the best thing on 2 a.m., yeah, really. We're, we're a one-hour show, and, and, and if the people that kidnap Maury are listening to this, um, they've threatened us that if we're not entertaining for at least 20 minutes they're going to send him back in multiple small packages so i won't believe go, it until i find a toe so, i want a toe first. let's go for 14 minutes then i would say <laughs> six and a half would be a good number that we should shoot for maybe yes yeah, so most definitely why not so this is made man bob and joining me today our made man brent uh thanks bob it's uh i like the uh you know, we're so popular now. We got that security guy here. Mm. But why is he wearing a diaper? Whoa, whoa, stay there back there, guy. Stay back. <laughs> well, you know, incontinence, <laughs> it happens when you hit a certain age. And good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. I hope that Harry Curie knife placed uh, in front of my desk wasn't a hint. It is. Mm. Chop off your finger. <laughs> Give it to me as a sign of your undying respect. And... Oh, God. Not until I drank all I the I just whiskey. look up at him, and he's already got that look like, ugh. Yeah. And good old boy, Harmeet. That was the devilish smile I was giving you, apparently. That's a devilish smile? <laughs> wow. You've, you've mistaken that for uh, for indigestion. Man, that it looks yeah. like indigestion. <laughs> <laughs> Upset stomach diarrhea, yeah. Holy cow. All Thanks right. for having me, Bob. Yeah, you're welcome. So, <laughs> Brett and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a non-profit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals with representation in eight states. Our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. Check them out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. Our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the automatic machines serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at www.finespirits.net or on Facebook at facebook.com slash fine spirits. There you go. There you go. And they are also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, you can visit them at FTLSW or FTLWS. You are the guy who registered the domain name. That doesn't mean anything. I've done lots of things I don't remember. <laughs> right, you can't spell, so in, why in, put them in order? 1980 <laughs> to about 1987, I don't remember at all. In his capacity as uh, legal <laughs> counsel to the... I don't remember <laughs> much. Yeah. I, <laughs> baby, I grew up in South Florida in the 80s. You're lucky I'm even alive. Plead the fifth, baby. Dang, Skippy. All right. So our six, our sip segments are... Yeah. Our sips segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea and coffee, and other beverages. And today's show... We're going to be discussing some very interesting uh, whiskeys from Japan. I was waiting for that. Oh. Yeah. Come on. It's the vapors. It's their only hit. I mean, come on, man. So we're tasting some Japanese whiskey from the Kuryoshi Distillery. 
And here's a list of the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today. So we have the... Also Kur- Matsui. Well, Matsui is from Koryoshi. Is it really? Yes. I thought they're two different companies. No. Well, Do you have anything else you want to throw in and, and maybe I should the, read, read about these things? The delicate balance of the show. <laughs> there maybe? was whiskey here, yeah. and I was more. It was more important for me to. You know, he constantly whiskey. reminds me that he's the only professional here. I'm just saying. So, the Kuryoshi Pure Malt, the Kuryoshi Malt uh, Eight Year, the Kuryoshi Sherry Cask Eight Year, the Kuryoshi Malt Whiskey Twelve Year, the Kuryoshi Malt Whiskey Eighteen Year, the Matsui Sakura Cask. We have the Matsuri Mizunara cask and the Matsui the peated. Ooh, my mouth is watering from that one. Oh, I can see I can you're so excited. There's <laughs> nothing you love more than a good, stinky, peaty scotch. Uh, I do this just for you, buddy. Uh, That's what uh, I am. I'm a giver. I, I wish you could have put that first, though. I mean, it's like I had it for the <laughs> no, whole no, no, day. No, 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 no. <laughs> I've got to build you up. I gotta, I, I've got to. I've got to get the anticipation going. So, so. Brent is learning to love Pete. <laughs> and Pete's not too excited about it. Neither is his wife. So, uh, so speaking of Brent, we're going to have Brent tell us all about our sips ratings. Come on, do it in a it's made man, Brent. Do it Come in on, a give do it in a Japanese accent, like okay. like the drunken leprechaun went to Tokyo. Tokyo, yeah. We'll be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with these sips ratings plus our signature sounds. Here are those ratings now. Oh, give me a glass of water. To, uh, no, see that? That was... Uh, it didn't work. Right. Yeah, it didn't work at all. Work. It's already Irish. It's already Brent, Irish. Brent I know. Give me a glass Irish. of water to I wash out my mouth. Swear. How am I supposed to do a Japanese sound, you know? Oh. How am I supposed to... Hold on. How am I supposed to... <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> How about that? On. Two sips. Try it again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Oh. What else you got? Well, isn't that nice? Okay, so that didn't work for you? Hold, hold on, hold on. I've got the quintessential Japanese accent. Okay. Everyone ready. on earth knows this one. Ready? Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Three sips. I'm... <laughs> Hmm, Knock interesting. What was that again? You know what I didn't download? I didn't download any blist or cult. I could have got you through with that too, but okay, never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another. <laughs> it always, it always turns Irish. Oh, Jesus. Hey, could you do, um, I don't know, Inuit? Yeah. No way. Oh, no yes. Way. How do you do it? Can I have some seal flesh to your mind? No. <laughs> That's a mighty fine igloo you've got there. All right. We've got one eight more. whiskeys to go. We haven't got them yeah. the sips ratings yet. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Moving on. Okay. Five sips. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could be this good. All right. Oh, my goodness. Yes. 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 That's a pretty darn good All Japanese right. accent. C I'm C telling you. Yeah. All right. So yeah. C for effort. D for performance. <laughs> All right. So we're going to have Justin tell us a little bit about the Kuryoshi Distillery. And just wait. You know he's going to mispronounce a couple of words. Oh, I would mispronounce half of them. Mm-hmm. The Kuryoshi Distillery is owned and operated by Matsui Shuzo. Woo. A family-run company that has been in the business of manufacturing beverage alcohol since the Edo period. Founded in 1910 in the town of Kuryoshi, 
They are the oldest company in the Totori Prefecture. 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 For the first eight decades of its existence, the Kuriyoshi Distillery focused on the production of sake and shochu. About 20 years ago, their president began to study whiskey manufacturing methods and began the process of producing whiskey and developing the distinctive Kuriyoshi taste profile. The extreme fluctuations in the temperature around the town of Kuriyoshi provides what they feel is a perfect environment for the maturation of whiskey. The summers are very hot and humid, while the winters are very cold, causing the cask to expand and contract, and cycling the whiskey into the oak and then forcing it back out, helping the whiskey to mature. The original Kuriyoshi distillery was built in 1910. The distillery was damaged in a 6.6 magnitude earthquake in 2016, but production continued at the old facility until a new distillery was built a couple of miles away. That distillery took over production in mid-2018. The original Kuriyoshi distillery had three Portuguese manufactured 1,000-liter pot stills. After the move to the new facility, they added an additional 5,000-liter wash still and a 3,000-liter spirits, making them one of the largest craft distilleries in Japan. An interesting quirk of Japanese whiskey regulations is that they allow the blending of malts from other countries with domestically produced whiskey. All the Koryoshi malts we are tasting today are a blend of whiskey from the Koryoshi distillery and whiskey from Scotland. The Matsui malts we are tasting are 100% malted, fermented, distilled, matured, and bottled in Japan. So let's get to tasting our first whiskey. All right, so we're going to go to the first one, which is the Kuryoshi Pure Malt. Uh, this one is 92 proof, 46% ABV, non-age stated. Um, it has been aged for more than three years in ex-bourbon white oak casks. Um, three years is the minimum allowed for aging or for bottling scotch. So, that's, not in Japan. <laughs> it's just like the Wild West out yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but th- this is a blend of scotch, yeah. Japanese. But this one is. Uh, I real I I love this one. It's very bright. It's very refreshing. It's got a it's got a great fresh clean nose to it. A good bit of citrus up at the tip of the nose. Um and on the palate, hold on. Mm. I get some honey, um get some cereal notes to it. It's a very light whiskey. Um again, very refreshing. I think that this would be the perfect highball by the pool. Um I can see myself drinking the heck out of this on a hot summer day. What do you guys think? Yeah, I mean, a hot summer day in November, like now. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. we're in Florida. It's always a yeah, hot summer a, day. Yeah, I got I got a little bit of mint on this one. You know, just yeah, a li- yeah, actually, little bit. Yeah, now yeah, that you mentioned a little bit of mint, some cherries. You know, those. Uh, I, I didn't those get fruits. that till I let it breathe a little bit more. But yeah, you're there. Yeah. You know, the vanilla. Uh, it was just refreshing. It was yeah. a nice, nice creamy so mouthfeel. This with a little, uh, this and a highball, maybe with a sprig of mint. Yeah. yeah, this thing would rock. Right. Nice creaminess on it. Nice lingering finish. Mm-hmm. You know, I enjoyed this. Feel. And here we brought yeah. carrying glasses. You can bring us a single highball glass. And he's got the good ice. I've got your highball for you. Yeah. <laughs> Let me stand up on a chair. Okay. Uh, what do you think, Justin? I got some uh, melon notes on this thing. And on the palate, it was like a malt bomb on the front end. And then it got dry on the back end. Mm-hmm. And it was a medium finish. I think it would go really good with like fruit. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think I mean, this is sort of their entry frankly. level. But it's great. We're giving this three sips. Interesting. And we're back, and we're tasting some lovely whiskeys from the Kuryoshi Distillery. We just did the Kuryoshi Pure Malt. Gave that three sips. So we're moving on to the next one. We're going to have Justice tell us about that one. The Kuryoshi Malt Whiskey 8-Year. It's 92 proof or 46% alcohol by volume. This whiskey is aged in white oak ex-bourbon barrels for over eight years. Had a medium yellow color. On the nose, I got some brown sugar, rice wine, and malt. On the palate, it was sweet. A little bit of oak, bitter on the end. And the finish was definitely bitter. And I was looking forward to it ending. What about you, Harmi? <laughs> I rarely agree with you, Justin, but I think you're spot on today. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't get the rice wine. I think you're just being racist there. Um, <laughs> I did get some of the same notes you got. It was it's, uh, it's bright and sweet, and then there's a nuttiness on the nose, and the palate was followed through with that. I, I didn't particularly love this one. It's just, uh, and it was kind of short. Yeah, it was, really it, was it was definitely. Short. I don't get as much of the bitter as you guys do. I mean, I get it, but not as bad. But, it was. It was. But uh, you're right it was about pronounced it. Pronounced earlier. You get it, yeah. and there's that sweetness. It's like that walnut skin yeah. that's just walnut. yeah, walnut. Yeah. Or, yeah, I got a hazelnut. I hold hazelnut walnut yeah. kind of thing. You know? I can deal with hazelnuts. Too much walnut bitterness. Was yeah. The, yeah. It's it's there's that brown sugar with the bitterness in it, and yeah. then once you swallow it, it just it drops off. And the finish just goes the, short. For, so. no, the finish was short, but for some reason that bitterness was lingering on my tongue. Yeah. Maybe it's part it of my soul, end. really. But you know. I was going to say, you notice the one guy that says bitter 17 times is harm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting in Maury's chair today because yeah. he's been abducted. So yeah. it transfers. Yeah. So that should tell you, lighten up a little, Francis. So, <laughs> <laughs> so if you're out there, please send Maury back or don't. Or, yeah. send, or don't. I, I want to make sure it's really Mari you have. Please bring, give us toes. We need a proof yeah. of life. Unfortunately, <laughs> any, all, any digit all, will we've do. All, we've all seen his toes before, so it's, it's, that's a long story. Let's not do that. Yeah. <laughs> we could end right. toes. Well, we're going to be giving the, uh, the Kuryoshi eight year two sips. Well, isn't that nice? So we're going to be moving on to the next one, and we're going to have Brent tell us about that one. Thanks. This is the Kiryoshi Sherry Cask 8-Year, 92 proof, 46% ABV. Uh, the Kiryoshi Sherry Cask 8-Year is a limited edition of the Pure Malt Series. It is matured in white oak ex-bourbon barrels for three years before being transferred to sherry casks for at least for the last five years of maturation. That's actually a lot of sherry maturation. Well, I mean, for five years, I'm just expecting like this huge sherry bomb, you know, so, but... All but of these not, very, very it's, light. It's not overly done. Yeah. Right, right. Well, that's what, uh, you know, and so when you read this description and then you get to the actual, you know, it's, you know, I get on the nose, I got vanillas, cherries, a little bit of uh, brown sugar. Uh, then on, with the uh, with the palate, I got creaminess. It was just beautiful creaminess covered your mouth. And then, you know, it was like I was expecting that huge sherry bomb and I, I didn't get it. It's like very well balanced. Mm. You know, I'm not. For five years, like you said, they must be in uh, X, you know, like use like second, second, second third use, yeah, second or third use because this is a very well balanced cocktail here. Drink and uh, I enjoyed it. The finish is great. Can we write this down? He enjoyed a 
Scott being Stiles recorded for posterity. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to be saving this. Be blackmailing me later with saying that. I'm saving this data <laughs> in one of those Superman crystals that will last <laughs> forever. So what do you think, Justin? I agree with what Brent said. I think is really well-balanced product. And um, my favorite so far. What do you think, Harm? Beautiful whiskey. Really beautiful whiskey. I got that. I mean, the sherry notes do come out. I did get some of that fruitcake, uh, plum, and pear, like, that have been candied. And, uh, but the oak, the, the, the bourbon, ex-bourbon really comes through, too. Lots of vanilla. Tons of vanilla. I didn't get many, much coconut, but it was really balanced with, like, a, and on the finish, I got that, some of that walnut from the Kuryoshi thing coming, I guess. But it was balanced with the fruit, so there wasn't, like, it wasn't overly bitter. It was just a, just a perfectly balanced whiskey. I really enjoyed this. Bob, do you agree? Yeah, I, I mean this one, you know, the last the last one we had was the eight year, and you're thinking, oh, more of the same. But this this one is lovely. It's uh, like Brent said, five years in a sherry cask. It had to have been a second fill at least because it's it's there had not to be some, had to be right. Something. How, how it's is it not, not overly done? How, right. And, and I mean the color, the color. I mean we've seen that. we've it's seen bourbon that right. oh, yeah. six months in a sherry cask get overdone. Yeah, yeah. and it tastes know? like drinking sherry. Yeah. Exactly. So this, I, this one is, is just so well done, and and I I love a sherry whiskey, but it's so hard to hit that. You know the other thing we didn't, thought, we didn't talk about most uh, sherry casks well, are generally are wet casks. Yeah. I doubt, I doubt they're using wet casks. Oh, I these, seriously These, these have probably yeah. been disassembled and shipped to Japan and reassembled. But there's that, there's that target in the middle. You can be overly sherried where it's yeah. like drinking sherry with a little whiskey in it, or it can be under-sherried where you honestly pick up nothing. And, and no, there's those very few so in the center. Well and this one is extremely well-balanced. Um, I want to increase my rating. <laughs> I, get, I get citrus. I get, you know, I, obviously you get the sherry notes, but just in a perfect balance on the nose. I, I get a little bit of white chocolate on this. Yeah, on the nose like yeah. a cocoa butter. Now I have to go back to it. Come on, man. And I, I can see where I can see the cherries that Brent's getting on the nose, and then on the palate, it's just it's lovely. Just the perfect sherry note, some really great caramel. I get like a candied orange peel on the back of the palate. Now you're stretching. I don't get candied orange peel. This reminds mm. me of like high end Coco Lopez liqueur. Why? What? What? what what's what, going on what, with you, man? What is, Who drinks what is that? broken in your soul? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Okay, so, so, so we're going to be rating the Kuryoshi Sherry Cask Eight Year Four Sips. Woohoo! Quite well done. Classified. So we're moving on to our next whiskey, and we're going to have Justin tell us about that one. Do you want to compare it to White Claw, Justin? <laughs> we'll see, right? Ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, baby. So. Well, Japanese whiskey, you could put White Claw in it. It's not prohibited. <laughs> Kuryoshi. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. You can do damn near anything you want. So. The Kuryoshi malt whiskey, 12-year. We're not 90, any Japanese rice whiskeys today, though. Go ahead. Sorry. 92 proof, 46% alcohol by volume. This expression was aged 12 years or more in lightly charred white oak <laughs> ex-bourbon barrels. You all right? He got, it, he got into the peat. <laughs> I got into the peat. I got into the peat. I think he got the whole 12 years in one shot. So the color is medium orange. It had a really great nose to it. I got vanilla, walnuts, a little bit of sake, prunes on the palate. Heavy malt, raisins. It was a medium finish, oaky. Really well done. What do you think, Bob? I get uh, on the nose, I get a little bit of a waxiness, um, and I get... A very big melon note 
on the tip of the nose. Yeah, and like, a, like a yeah, like a yeah, honey. It's like almost a, like a cross between a honeydew and a cantaloupe. Yeah, you know, that, sort that, of. That, yeah, it's like that, that really big wet, that really big melon punch on the tip of the nose, and I get uh, in the back of the nose, I get like like dried flowers, dried rose petals, dried flower petals. Um, it's it doesn't got a, go to roses for me. It's got a really nice. It's got a really nice nose, and on the palate, huh? Mm. it's thick you know it's 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 the heaviest one we've had so far but it's got a really nice coating mouthfeel to it it's got a nice big thick bold malt flavor to it it's it's uh, a little bit sweet and i get a mineral note a distinctive mineral note on the back palate almost like a like on some German wines, you'll get almost that sort of slatiness. I'm, I'm picking up a little bit of the mineral note on it, but really nice, extremely well done. What do you think, Mister Happy, down there with the I'm sour? I'm glaring on your at face? you because I don't get any of that mineral note you're talking about. Yeah. This does not remind me of a Riesling in any way. Not a Riesling, know, but the no, mineral note. The mineral notes. I understand yes. what mineral notes. Then are. why are There's you no saying slate. the other thing? I don't get yes. them here. Yeah, so you get it, but you're still going to break my. No, you know what? Okay, great. I understand what you're trying to say. But He's still mad about I, the highball. Did, did I pour the right whiskey in my glass? He's still mad about the highball. No, no. I wanted the highball glass now because he's got the good. He's got the good palate. Nice for you. Yeah, I want the good ice. But um, anyway, I I agree with you about the melon. I got the raisins. I got the little light light citrus, and the mouthfeel. But I got like peaches and apricots. A little lemon peel here. I mean, it's no like baked peaches for you guys. Did I, pour, did I pour the wrong whiskey? Are you talking on I, the nose, or are you talking on the palate? On the palate. Hold on. <clears throat> and the finish was medium long. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I feel like you're describing a different whiskey than I had. I don't get peaches. Granted, you get any mineral notes? No. But you know what? The one thing I. One thing I'm enjoying about all of these is the creaminess that you have in yeah, your mouth. Yeah. You know, that you get this overall creaminess with each one, which is a very pleasant, you know, very pleasant overall. So Yeah, this has got a this has got a really nice mouthfeel to it. This it's rich. One, this, yeah. this is a yeah. very rich it's mouth. It's mouth coating, it's it's viscous, it's you know, it's got a big flavor to it. Just try it adding a little water and see. Do you have any that. more whiskey yeah. that? That one is there yeah. left? I, my glass yeah. is empty. This is a sad thing. I think Where's it's the bottle? That one right there, the Sweet. burgundy colored one. Thank you, sir. This one. So while while I pour, we have a rating for this. I'm just gonna just mm. taste some more anyway. What do we decide? A little water. A little water breaks down a little bit of the maltiness. Um, brings a little bit more of the, the the fruit to the front. A little bit more of the citrus. You know, one thing yeah. I, I will note, Solid. I did not taste any of these with water, even though they're they're relatively high proof for, you know. That's the other thing I like about them. They're is, all is, high is, proof. Yeah, they, they bottle it a little bit more of a, a little bit Nobody's pulling that 40% alcohol here. Yeah. Yeah. And that's 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 one of my chief complaints with a lot of scotch. Uh, and look, I understand the traditions and all that, but I would like to see a few more, maybe up, upwards or closer to a 90 9200 somewhere in there. Yeah. I, this one, you're right exactly. Okay, now all of a sudden, the citrus is there. I yeah. still don't get the slate. Yeah, as soon as you get that water in, the citrus really pops. So, yeah, yeah I mean, a, a, a lovely whiskey. I mean, really well done. Uh, we're going to be rating this one four sips for the Kuriyashi Malt Whiskey 12-year. So we're moving on to the uh, last expression we have from Kuriyoshi. Uh So we're going to have Harm tell us about that one. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> or not. Don't don't try talking when you've got alcohol in your mouth. You and Brent, I swear. 
Anyway, so I got, I uh, reaped the benefit of one of the things I like a lot in this. This uh, Kuryoshi malt, 18-year-old, is 100 proof, 50% alcohol by volume. So when you have some in your mouth and you start inhaling, some of that alcohol goes right in your throat, right in, right in your lungs. The color is a kind of a greenish gold. Uh, beautiful, rich fruit on the nose. Caramel, uh, baked fruit, toasted coconut. It's just just beautiful. I mean, I'm sure there's more I could pull out if I put some water in there. I'm tasting it. I'm tasting it again. Neat. Mm. Again, that Kuryoshi mouthfeel. Very nice mouth palate coating. And you can, I, I detect, even though I'm, I'm not a proof found like these other guys here. So at 100 proof, I kind of feel some of that heat. But it's a nice burn. It's a really nice heat to it. Uh, the finish is fruity, long, sweet. More vanilla comes out on the finish. Mm. And I'm going to put some water in it and have uh, Brent tell me what he thought. Okay. First thing I'm, that I noticed is that this is really light in color. And, you know, when you expect 18 years in X bourbon barrels, I just, you know, again. They can't be first filled. They're, they're I, again, that's exactly it. I mean, Five, it's, you know, maybe fill. they're, right. Yeah. You know, so if it's. second or third fill, it could stay in there 30 years. It's not going to come so out. Exactly. Right. I, I mean, I don't want. more neutral. Yeah. Right. I mean, we're, we're I don't want people to think yeah. like, oh, it's 18 years and it's like, oh, it's, this has got to be some dark. No, this is a really light color. It's like, I'm kind of surprised at actually how light it can still be after being in there 18 years. But all the flavors there. So th that, it, that tells it, me second fill. Right. It is. It is there. I got well, the, you know, caramel. How old are you and look how pale you are. I know that. I can hold you up to a light bulb instead of taking you for an x-ray <laughs> just saying that's a fact but uh i got a little bit of coconut asked. and caramel i got some vanilla i got a little bit of raspberry in there too there was you know? a berry but i didn't know yeah. it was raspberry yeah well i, it's, I, didn't, I didn't pinpoint it that's what i kind of picked that up I for myself but yeah but uh overall again this the creaminess comes through in this that uh, that extra that extra go, going up to a 50 you know 50 percent abv is 100 proof really kind of amped this one up a little bit and brought it out made it stick out more than all the rest of them i think this is my favorite kuryoshi i think so those were good but this one is this one is really good i really like the first yeah. expression that we had but this one here just kind of the youngest and the oldest and the, yeah they it's kind of like yeah, yeah the, you know the between the two of them uh you know well and, but, it's, and, and it's not you know it's not a hey i like more ethanol and the thing that i drink I right know, you know i mean <laughs> i'm pretty sure that is true for both of you i mean for some people it absolutely is but i mean for me i've said it a million times i i appreciate having a higher proof whiskey because it allows me to tailor it to my mood you can't proof it up you can right. only proof it back right so it's nicer to have something that's a little bit higher of a proof because it allows me to then add water as icy fit for that particular day because it's a big ball of ice because yeah big, or a big ball of big ice sphere of ice but i mean you're i mean tell me tell me your palate doesn't change on a daily basis no of course it Chance, does right. changes by the hour man. exactly what you wanted this morning is not what you wanted that you know in the afternoon is not the thing that you want tomorrow well you know? no actually it was but my wife didn't complain i know what you wanted she last did not night comply. But yeah that's why you yeah. can't get no satisfaction that's <laughs> true so but it's 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 nice to have one that's coming in at a higher proof because it does allow that. And and honestly, the the other thing about the proof is the higher alcohol. There are a lot of phenols and esters and compounds in a whiskey that are alcohol soluble. And when you get a higher proof, those will come out more. So you will get a different whiskey at a higher proof than you would at a lower proof. I mean, that's just that's just simple chemistry. So well, it's what, pretty complex chemistry actually, but you know whatever. Well, for you. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Justin, what did just, you think? Just saying the word chemistry. I'm sitting down here with a doctorate, so I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, what did you think, Justin? So this is the first spirit I've ever had that I got a ground pork note. It was pretty cool. I also got malt, apples, vanilla. Did you wash your hands after after, <laughs> after lunch? No, after I, I, no meat pork fest, today. After there was, the meat there was fest a yesterday, which I yeah. didn't mention earlier. There was like almost a meatiness to it, but I wasn't sure. Is that, is that your neighbor? Isn't it bar? interesting how the two of these guys have a meaty thing on there? I I don't even want to go there, man. I'm I'm a little creeped out right now. <laughs> <laughs> on the palate, Look, I do, hey, I'm I'm not throwing aspersions. You, yeah, Whatever you makes can, you two you, happy, you, you just don't it, do it hey, near me. It's Japanese show. This is umami. Yeah. Okay. Umami. Umami. Yeah. And I, 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 man, I, I, I don't know. What does Rick say? Rick says woo. So yeah. what do you think, Justin? Besides the meat. <laughs> On the palate, I got like uh, pears, lemon, oak, malt. And the finish was long and luxurious. What do you think, Bob? Like Rick Flair's hair. Like, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like that. Long and soft and luxurious. Right. Right. There's so many words there. I don't know like how to his, I don't feel know. feel like how to I'm in a Panther game. <laughs> like his golden locks. Yeah. So um I want to run barefoot through this whiskey. Yeah, honestly, I mean this this is uh, you know, this is this is a really excellent whiskey. I mean, this is very well done. On the nose, I get coconuts, I get the berries, I get some caramel, and I get sort of a light. Like a white, cocoa-y, kind of milk chocolatey up in the tip of the nose. First time uh, I tasted these whiskeys several months ago, I got more of that chocolate note. But these yeah. bottles, our sample bottles are, are open and yeah. they've been open for a while. So so I think that might have burned off, but I'm still air changes. I'm still getting just a tip of that. And then on, on the palate, mm. Mm. this one has, it's got a melon note. It's definitely got some citrus for me, especially on the sides of the tongue. Um, I almost get a lime note to it. Um, Not getting lime, but I give everything else. You I get it on the end. Yeah, really. Yeah, on the finish, you almost yeah. get almost sort of that tart kind Side of side palate. Yeah. Yep. Um, you get a little bit of the, you get a little bit of pepper, and and this one I would I would call it's a, it you, you get a spice to it, but it's sort of like a sneaky spice. You don't get spice? it like a sort of a sneaky spice. It doesn't hit you right on as soon as it hits your tongue. Is related to sporty yeah. spice? Yeah. It's sporty, sporty and sneaky. Spice. Yeah. That yeah. was the one that, that was the cousin. They wouldn't let him. The yeah. She's uh, the one who yeah. stole your car. Uh, but you, you drink it and it and it it doesn't have a, a lot of spice up front. As soon as you swallow it, all of a sudden the spice starts coming back up. And it's uh, it's it's a very interesting whiskey. I, I really like this one. I thought this one was extremely well done. I guess it's my favorite one from the Kuriyoshi lineup. Yeah. One thing, when you put these down and they're in front of us and you look at it as a flight and you're thinking, are, is this, are any of these really 18-year-old or 12-year-old or 4-year-old? You're looking old? at the color. I'm, right, you're looking at yeah. the color and you're saying, oh, yeah. I'm doing a one-month, two-month, yeah. three-month. Well, <laughs> you're, you're the bourbon guy, dude. Yeah, so, bourbon, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. You, you have that, to that's, virgin oak, yeah. char. These aren't the kicking exactly. the teeth. I've had 30-year-old whiskeys that were, that were lighter than this. Yeah. But we're going to be rating this one, four sips. That's classified. Hey, and we're back, and we're discussing some lovely Japanese whiskeys from the Kuriyoshi Distillery. We just finished uh, talking about the Kuriyoshi Malt Whiskey 18-year, which we gave a rating of four sips. Lovely whiskey. So now we are moving on to their second uh, line of whiskeys, which is the Matsui whiskeys. These are the ones that are 100% made in Japan, um, malted, made, bottled, distilled, everything. So we're going to go to our first one, which is the Matsui Sakura cask. 
Sakura. This is Bobo Son. Tell us about the Sakura cask. <laughs> oh yeah. There you go. Iron Chef. Okay. So we're going to be talking about this one. This is uh, 96 proof, 48% ABV, non-age statement. Um, Sakura is the uh, Japanese cherry wood trees uh, that if you've ever been to Washington, D.C. Or the cherry blossoms. Yeah. yeah. So this is, they age these in the Japanese Sakura wood, cherry wood casks. It's a distinct nose, isn't it? Yeah, every time you get a, if you, I mean, whenever you get one that's a Sakura cask, you definitely know it's a Sakura cask. I mean, it's got, uh, I mean, for me, I get almonds on the nose. I get melon. I get sort of an orangey citrus to it. It's it's a very, very distinctive nose. Um, absolutely lovely. Um, and on the palate, hold on. Hmm. Ironically enough, there's no cherry there for me. Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, that's in your mind because you see. Because yeah. it's a cherry you, cask. Yeah. Right, cherry cask. And so yeah. in your mind, you're thinking, okay, I'm going to have that cherry nose or I'm going to have that cherry flavor. And it's that's completely missing from it. Yeah. The, yeah. From the equation, well, you know, it's. Well, you so can't you go by the, the name. Well, you remember when uh, 1792 came out with sweet wheat and everybody's like, it's not like sugary. It's like, yeah. it, it's a name. So good. Right. Right. It's yeah. a name, guys. It's It has nothing to do with the flavor. And, and, and again, this is just the type of wood. And this is not when you think of cherries, you're thinking of. You know, like Bing cherries or you know maraschinos. It's it's not that kind of cherry tree. It's a Japanese cherry tree. Right. Um, I mean, Japanese right. cherries are good. The fruit's good. Yeah. But this not, the, the wood doesn't taste like the fruit. No. Right. Right. Uh, on the palate, this this is for me. I get a big cinnamon note on this. Um, I get a lot of floral notes sort of on the back palate, and I get a, a really nice citrusy flavor to it. It's got a really nice creamy note to it. Tongue coating. Got a nice viscosity. Mm. Absolutely lovely whiskey. Um, what did you think, Brent? Well, the first time I tried it, it was dry. It was like, you know, it was really dry, you know. And then I, like, when I came back to it, you know, every, everything seemed to change on it. And then I get more of that creaminess. Mm. But, um, you know, it's it's very enjoyable. I can see why people like this. You know, they, they do, it does have that citrus uh, it does this have, is the bourbon guy saying it, so you know it must be true. It must be true, yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's enjoyable. As you can sit back. Did this, is this the one that won the award? No, uh, the next one. It's the next one? The, this, this, this won a bunch of awards, too, believe me. But I, I, This is one of my best sellers in the store for Japanese whiskey. I love this. Which one, the Sakura? Sakura. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's an absolutely lovely. What did you think, Justin? I think it had an amazing mouthfeel to it, which made it stand out. Other spirits that I've had, like kind of custard, I get some malt and vanilla, and it has a really long finish. It tastes like a very expensive whiskey. Really good. It ain't cheap. Well, just what coming is, from Japan, they, they price plus. they price everything high. It doesn't yeah. matter what it is. They price what it, it high. What in what in life is good that's cheap? You know, I mean, well, Brent. But other than that, <laughs> yeah, he's cheap, but he's not easy. So you know. <laughs> All right, what did you think, Mr. Happy? I just love this whiskey. I sell a ton of it, and I've, I've tasted all these whiskeys before when uh, they came through well, months he ago. Wasn't he special? Yeah. And I, you know, I think they're really good whiskey. My, the Matsui, I, I really wanted to stick with Matsui in, on the shelf for me because they're all 100% Japanese malts. Yeah. 
they're not you know blending with scotch and uh they did a great job they're doing a, and i think i agree with your your nose uh your, your i'm sorry your notes on the nose bob the almond the, the, the orange and I, I really wanted there to be cherries, and I tried, and I tried. And unlike uh, Justin, the racist over there, there was no sake. <laughs> There's no sake notes in any of these whiskeys, man. Why yeah. would rice wine be racist? I'm just trying to figure there this out. There is no sake. There's no rice in any of these whiskeys. No. There are rice whiskeys. I didn't there. say there was sake in it. I yeah, just said it smelled like it. You mentioned the sake a little bit too much, man. I'm... I'm, I'm I'm casting aspersions. He had sushi for breakfast, that. so yeah. that's probably he's just smelling it on now his I breath. Now I really kind of want some sushi. Damn. I'm hungry. But anyway, I think this is great. And, you know, Bob, you were spot on with the cinnamon. Uh, the spice is perfect. And I get a little more chili pepper towards the end, too. Yeah. And the, cre- the Yeah. It's this- almost like a very light cayenne spiciness yeah. to it. Um, and then you've got sort of that floral note underneath it holding this, that, that spiciness I, up. I can't say enough about the floral note and the way it melds with the spice. Yeah. It just tastes amazing on the mid-palate. Yeah. This, this, the, where, the, where the flowers the, go into the spice. The flowers spice. don't overwhelm the spice, and the spice don't overwhelm the flowers. They just play perfectly I'm, in I'm unison. I'm thinking that's, that's really the cherry cask itself. The cherry wood does something beautiful, this whiskey, and I want more. Well, you're lucky. We have a little bit left over. So, Sweet. you know. Well, we are going to be rating the Matsui Sakura cask four sips. That's classified. So, we're going on to our next whiskey, and we're going to have Harm tell us about that one. Our next whiskey in the lineup is the Matsuri, Matsui Mizunara cask, 96 proof, 40, 48% ABV, no age statement. This whiskey is 100% aged in Japanese Mizunara oak casks. And if you've listened to the show, you know about Japanese Mizunar oak. You know, it's the hardest oak in the world, uh, the most porous oak, the most fragile barrels. It takes 100 years for the tree to grow before they can harvest Most of the, the forests where it grows are all owned by the Imperial Palace, so it's almost well, no, impossible. No, it's not true anymore. There's, a, there's an American, there's a, there's a British billionaire who owns a bunch yeah, it's, of But it's still, it's very difficult to get. And, and yeah, working still, it into barrels, uh, if you talk to a barrel right who's ever used this, they hate it. They absolutely hate it because it leaky, splits, leaky it cast, cracks, yeah. it leaks. It's it's not ideal for aging whiskey or for, for making barrels, but for aging whiskey, it's phenomenal. If so. they would allow staves inside the barrel like we do in bourbon, yeah, that would be a thick. That would be do. perfect. Yeah. So uh, you yeah. know, Shivas Regal has come up with a Mizanar cast yeah. finish, which I was like, how do they do that? Because it takes forever to do yeah. this properly. Yeah, if you could do like a Maker's 46 thing and put the ring with the staves in, oh, yeah. Yeah, a nice ex-bourbon barrel, maybe, you know, a second use and uh, put about six or eight planks in there. So this is a distinct taste. Mizunara is very distinct. I mean, and if, you're, if you've ever had any Japanese whiskeys with Mizunara or any, even Scotch whiskeys now using Mizunara, uh, you'll taste it right away. You know, th- oh, that's definitely Mizunara. Uh, the color is super pale. The nose is floral. That characteristic Mizunara. The creamy, sweet vanilla. Very, very floral. Um, but one thing uh, that uh, I think Brent alluded to, this is the whiskey that uh, Jim Murray's Whiskey Bible called the number one rated Japanese whiskey this year for 2019. Was it, is it the, yeah, the 2020, actually. He, he, yeah, he, he writes the book in the end of yeah, 19. I didn't, so. I didn't get a copy this year, so I'll the, take your word for it. It's the 2020 Japanese Whiskey of the Year. Frankly, I... I think I like the Sakura cask better. You know, so I was I was surprised. I, I this one is this well, one is it's too floral for they're me. They're both well made. I mean, they're yeah. both excellent whiskeys. It's just more which flavor profile you lean to. I think. Yeah. And so exactly. So again, uh, um, 
the, the, the notes on the nose are followed by that creamy, rich palate, spicy, cinnamon stuff comes out in the middle. Um, there was like a tobacco note to me. Mm. What'd you think, Brad? And the finish is long. Yeah. Um, for this one, too floral. That was the, that was what I wrote in my big note. Too floral. Too much. That's yeah. You know, it just over that kind of He's overpowered not a flower. What can I tell you? He's a manly man. He's a manly man. The, the, uh, you know what? You should use Irish spring. Irish. Strong that, enough that, for might, a woman. that might help, I'm you know, strong enough for a man, but, uh, and a woman can use, I it did too. prefer the other, the previous one better than this one. Yeah. This one was nice, but, um, you know, when, when I come back to it, I, I just, maybe in my mind, I'm just thinking floral notes too much. Let's go, let's revisit real quick here. I think you should. I think that's only wise. Always, always take the option to drink more whiskey. Yeah, yeah, pretty much any day of the week. So it's a delicate, it's a very delicate floral whiskey. Hmm. I know? got some it melon needs, coming needs, back on the retaste. Yeah, a little bit of a little bit of melon there, but you need and I don't. This is something I, you have to make a. I think you have to make a drink with. Uh, you know, it's it's like that bird glass I have at the house. It's like it should go in there with something. Make a and, great mint julep. You know, I don't even know if it would make a great mint julep. I think I need something. You animal. <laughs> <laughs> I need, mint julep you don't even need to put the mint sugar. in it. It, needs that dark, it really needs bourbon for mint julep, a proper one. Yeah. This is a Japanese highball, maybe. But, I mean, it's kind of expensive to make a highball. Oh, yeah. If you want yeah. to make a really good highball, mm. some club soda, maybe some ginger. And I kept think of it. There's kind of like the spicy... Is there ginger coming yeah. out of this? Ginger yeah. would be ginger would really work well with this. Yeah, yeah I know? got. I he mean, just on really the palate, wants sushi. Yeah. Just on the palate, I got. I, you know, you can taste the mizunaro oak. I yeah. mean, you can absolutely taste that. If you've ever had mizunaro oak, the it, it's unmistakable the profile. But yeah, I got the cinnamon. I'm, I'm tasting that cinnamon and ginger thing coming. I got the cinnamon. I got the ginger. Yeah. I got a, a burnt sugar kind of toffiness. And then at the end, at the back of the palate, is where I picked up uh, the, you know, the melon on it. But again, like Brent says, the flowers on the nose, it's flowers, 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 flowers. Yeah, you have to get past But it's past still not those. as floral as that Glencadem 22 we had years ago. No. Well, <laughs> that was like walking into a flower shop. But but you've, you've got the floral note on it. I get underneath the flowers, I get like a, a, a creamy coconut and a little bit of vanilla on it. I don't get coconut, man. It's under the that. flowers. You have to search for it. I'm telling you, it's mm -hmm. there. I mean, just really a lovely, a lovely whiskey. Uh, hold on. Mm. It's got a really great mouthfeel to it. Yeah, there it is. There's it is, that Mizunaro. It's completely different than anything else that's out there. Yeah. Well, see, I mean, there, that's, when, that's when one thing. people think Japanese whiskey, they think everybody wants Yamazaki. Mm. Right. They use Mizunaro, but not much. Not like this. And Nika uses, which is another famous one. Only uses American and French. Yeah. So the the Mizanara oak is so hard to use. It's it's. I would like to see because uh, Sazerac has that uh, uh, Charter Oak series that they've done. They've done yeah, the yeah. Canadian oak. They've done the Mongolian oak. I got to try that with Harlan at the the distillery. It was interesting as heck. So did they do a Mizanara? They Buffalo didn't Trace? do a Mizanara, and that's and 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 I it's think so hard to use. I think it's because it's a pain. But when I think about it, okay, here, you know, there's there's your answer. Why don't you go ahead and staves. put some staves in? No, I believe right. I said that answer. That's what no, I said. No, no, yeah, no. I said this. Take I think. Credit. Take credit. I think White this man. would be a good idea. I, th I think as as an extent. <laughs> I don't know if Harlan's whistling, but if you are, buddy, um, I'm sure you have his phone number. Good, I, good idea to uh, to do it. 
Plus, you know, it'd be a heck of a lot cheaper mm -hmm. if you're just using staves as opposed to trying to spend five times, ten times the amount trying to make a barrel that's leak-free. Start with a leak-free barrel and, and just use those. You know, age mm -hmm. it, dump it. Do, do like they do at 40 with Makers 46. Age it, dump it, put the staves in it, refill the original barrel, put the head back on, and give it maybe six months and see what you get. And I think, I think you could get something really interesting. Why would they have to dump it? It would be interesting to see what happens. Why don't you with start the, with the staves on there? I think it might be too much. Too much? I'd, I'd start doing it, putting the staves in for, you know, put it in and, you know, start with a matured bourbon, put it in and go and see what you can get. So, well, we're going to be rating uh, this whiskey four sips. So we're coming to our last whiskey. We've only got a few minutes to talk about this one, and we're going to give this one to Brent because there's nothing he loves more than a peated scotch. Yum, yum, get some. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, I can't wait. This is uh, Matsui, the peated, 96 proof, 48% ABV, which non-age stated. This whiskey is made with peated malt and aged in ex-bourbon white oak casks. This is... Like I said, all of these, you would never believe that they were aged in anything, basically, you know, when you look at them, because they, they're so they're so uh, light in they color. They're not moonshine, Brent. They do have a nice pale well, color. Well, some moonshine is darker than this, but... Okay, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> unaged moonshine. They're, they're right. not white dog. So, they're not white dog. So with the nose, oh, you get that nice... Rubber. Why do I have rubber? I'm supposed to be smelling peat. I get like. I'm sorry, Brent. That's vulcanized rubber. Vulcanized rubber, and it's just, uh, yeah. And then when I taste this, I th I swear I'm at the NASCAR race and I'm licking a tire after a car just came in. You'll burn your tongue on that boy. I know that, but that's what it tastes like. I could just imagine what it tastes like. It's a, this is too. Uh, this is not a peat like I've ever had before. You know the the other peat. You know you're hmm. you're used to having. You're used to smelling and stuff. This is overly rubberized. Is that a word? It is, it now. is now. Yeah, it, it is, is now. now. Man. You know, and I know that some of you guys get those aftertaste to it. I've had lots of great peaty whiskey, and I've had lots of different styles of peat. Yeah, there's this, there's this smoky. There's you know like a Highland yeah. This, Park this, this is not heather. This is but, not smoky, yeah. and like you. Uh, it's like the Daytona 500. I had the yeah. pleasure of going once. This reminds me. There you go. Yeah. You're down there. It's like being in the pits. Yeah. Yeah. You can see. Exactly. This is, this is like being at the race without going deaf. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I am uh, very surprised at how of, of this type of this style of peat. I've had it before, but only in Texas whiskey. So somebody's doing something strange here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, I I've I've had the occasional bottle where you do get sort of that burnt vulcanized rubber sort of note to it. You're not getting the vegetal, you're not getting the heather, you're not getting the medicinal. This one you're getting more sort of the you know Petrol. like like if you're standing in a tire factory. So yes, it's uh, yes. you want to talk about yeah. uh, rieslings and the mineral notes? There's petrol here. Unfortunately, yeah. the off-putting nose is covering up if I mean once you get a sip and swallow it. It, it, there's a really good whiskey underneath it, but there's just something off-putting on that nose for me. So, it's, and the the flavor on the rubber on the palate yeah. is not good. But then a, the aftertaste is great. I yeah, want, the aftertaste I is phenomenal. It's 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 the, there's well, not not for Brett. Brett, you, you don't agree yeah. with that, huh? Well, we're going to be rating this one two sips. Well, Justin, we were not here for you. Apparently not. 
All right. Well, you can talk about that's that. all the time we have today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes where you found this one as well as on terrestrial and satellite radio and online at iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, CBS Radio, Radio.com, Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, YouTube, TuneIn, PRX, and about 400 other places Are online. Are we on Sirius now? Are we on satellites? Yeah. Uh, the easiest way to find this show is your phone. Ask Alexa, Siri, Google, or whoever the woman is that talks back to you. Play podcast, Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback. You can catch us online at info at sipsudsmokes.com. And our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, Smokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on these social media platforms. You can also check us out on Instagram at Sip Sud Smokes or at Maidman Bob. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. So I want to thank our co-hosts. Thank you, Brent. It's a pleasure. I don't know why I had to have Japanese whiskey, but it was a pleasure. <laughs> Save the beat. one for you, baby. Thank you, Harm. Thanks for having me, Bob. Uh, again, folks, when you do uh, ask your phone, don't call Alexa Siri. She won't talk to you. I've made that mistake. That's probably why he was alone last night. And thank you, Jess. <laughs> thank you, Bob. Felt like a trip to Japan. It's great. <laughs> a low-budget trip to Japan. <laughs> well, this is Made Man Bob, and for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, uh, we thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. You know, I keep coming back to this this peated one because I love the aftertaste. It's like, yeah. get past that initial rubber. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's just... I like it. I'm telling you, it's a, there's a quality whiskey under there. Yeah. Maybe I've got a rubber fetish. Right yeah. under the gravel driveway. I, I really don't want to know about any fetishes you have, sir. <laughs> <laughs> been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life from the dude in the basement studios your host the good old boys will see you all next time